Yeah, Wu Tang behind Joke Workshop tonight. Wu Tang. Uh, you're listening to the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. It's a Joke Workshop. The way the Joke Workshop works, comedians do four-minute sets at three minutes. They hear the horn. Then we do four minutes of comments about their stuff and. Then we move on, and everybody's nice, and it's great. If you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Nice brioche bun, toasted, maybe a little mayonnaise. And then you put the real shit, the meat in the middle. And then nice toasted bun on the bottom. But please be nice and be specific. Like, don't go, hey, it was really good. Or that really sucked. You know, have reasons to back it up so that we can all be helpful and wonderful to each other. Yay! And I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I'm excited to be talking into a microphone because my cats are sick of talking to me. (laughs) And people are in the world. All right, your first comedian of the night. Uh, What a lovely human being he is. He had a set last Saturday at Atlas. Put your hands together, everybody. Take notes for the very funny Tim Taylor. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see everybody. Give it up for these ribs up here. Oh, come on. Very biblical of you. Ribs coming up. So uh, momentous day yesterday. My daughter turned 21 years old. Oh, yeah. Big day. I I had the conversation with her about drinking alcohol because I'm sure she never did up till that point. Like her father, never in high school or college. And... uh, you know, she did have a fake ID for quite a while, which was smart. We all knew why, because in case she was going to become president of France or get married in Mississippi, or you have to be 21 years old, or maybe she wanted to smoke. But uh, I've been reflecting on the daddy-daughter dances. They'd have these events when they were very young at her school, and we'd go, and they would be these lovely songs and have fun. Like, we would dance to the classics, like uh, YMCA, Daughters by John Mayer. And they would play You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC to a bunch of 5 to 13-year-old kids. And You Shook Me All Night Long is the number one song played in all the strip clubs across the country, which I know because I've been to most of them. Thank you. That's a real dad for you right there, huh? But look, parenting I've learned, parenting I've learned is in the details, which is troublesome for me because I uh, grew up Catholic And I learned to hate the details because that's where the devil is. The devil is in the details. Oh, no Catholics. Any Catholics out here? Okay. (laughs) The gay dude. There he is. Okay. All right. (laughs) You got the biggest laugh of my joke. He sucks dick. So, but I try and stay in God's will. I swear I do when I raise my daughter and I make tons of mistakes. I try and stay in God's will no matter how often God tries to write me out of that will. Oh, God's will. Come on. Woo, it's tight tonight. We are all part of God's family, though, right? Including you, ma'am. Unfortunately, we are all middle children. Hello. Oh, that was my pen. Don't worry about it. It's not yours. But look, my family was messed up, talking about family. My family was one of those ones. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. They live look good from the outside, but they're a mess on the inside. you guys ever have that? Sort of like, you have that? Yeah, sort of like the difference between... Um, uh, Brad Pitt in uh, uh, Legends of the Fall and Brad Pitt in Fight Club or Johnny Depp in Finding Neverland versus Johnny Depp. Oh, sorry. God, I, these are new. Here we go. So, uh, look, for, for most of you, uh, Risk, Sorry, and Trouble were um, board games. Risk, Sorry, and Trouble in my family was every dinner with my mom. And <laughs> that's my mom. Woo! And my mom, 
Hello, Daniel. Speaking of Daniel, hello. Uh, well, my mom, I wasn't speaking of you, Daniel, but I, so anyway, so like for me, my mom likes to fish with us. She actually fishes with criticism, which reminds me, of course, the great Brad Pitt movie, A Trigger Runs Through It. That's not the only thing that ran through my family. What ran through my family also was great hair, obviously, height, obviously, and wives. Just, thank you. We just, I mean, we, we had three brothers get married. We had five divorces. We are overachievers. Boy, uh, let's see. I'm going to throw most of these jokes away, I think, or at least try them differently. How about that? I did date, I, speaking of, this is my, my Valentine's Day joke. I went out with a woman who uh, told me right up front that she's uh, unavailable. She runs from intimacy, uh, and she uh, is undateable, essentially, to which I got on one knee and asked her, would you do me the honor of becoming my future ex-wife? Thank you. I'm Tim Taylor. I bet. Yay. Tim Taylor. Tim the two-man Taylor. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, I, of course, enjoy everything you do. And you're so personable on stage that you are like my favorite dad. Um the 21 being momentous, all your real stuff was uh, real, but then um, you might want to add something in about like vomit okay. or like holding your, like offer to hold her hair while she pukes or okay. something like, because all this stuff was real and I just felt like there should be something about vomit and that would make it funny. Okay. Um, That's helpful. When you, shook me, the shook me thing and the kids, uh, I feel like there's an opportunity. What are these kids shaking? Pixie sticks, Polaroids, their pee-pee after going pee-pee. Like, what are they shaking? Perfect. Right? Um, and good from the outside, I felt like there was something. There was, I know you went to the movies or something and with people, but there's got to be a food thing, something that, like, looks good on the outside, and then on the inside you're like, oh, Perfect. no, this is no good. And I don't know what that is, but. Um, and then the last thing, I feel like you're, your games are so old and stuff that it almost might be an opportunity for crowd work to like punch down on yourself and be like, and like ask people, do you know what those are? And I, I don't know. Okay. But I, but I enjoy everything you do. Super Yay. Helpful. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Tim. How's it going? Good. Right here, bud. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. He's right there. <laughs> hey, how you doing, man? Good, man. Good. Do you have a home improvement joke? I got it out for Tim Taylor. Yes. All right. That's a good one. Thank you. Home improvement. Oh. So yes. I'm in the booth, baby. Um, in the booth. Uh, I like uh, I like hearing about your uh, you and your daughter. I think that's great. Uh, in fact, actually, I kind of want to hear more. I felt like um, I was really curious more about some of the uh, the conversation you had because I feel like you kind of breezed over the actual conversation part. So I'm really I'd love okay. to hear more about that. And about then, her 21st birthday? Yeah. Well, also, yeah, just because you said you had to talk to her about yeah. alcohol. Yeah. But then you kind of went. Um, and so I'm really curious kind of how the conversation was. And I love the daddy-daughter dance thing. Okay. That was great. That was my favorite part of the set. Okay. Um, oh, and the other thing is uh, I was just going to say um, uh, for the last joke with the uh, you asked her to marry you, I think you could uh, – trans if you transition faster, it might even punch harder. Like if you're Perfect. just like – if you just made her sound bad, and I was, and then your response, like it sounds like you're gonna say something bad, but then you're like, "Marry me," you know, because then it's real quick and punchy. Perfect. Besides that, man, good stuff, and uh, thanks. Thank you. 
Clap your hands and oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Lauren has something to say. I was, hello, I was just going to say um, the fake ID. Oh, I can pick it up. Thank you. The fake ID. Um, why do you want? Why do you? What? How do you really feel about um, all of that with your daughter? Like I agree with what he was saying about um, have more conversation. Oh, about how do I feel about her having the fake ID? Yeah, because. Okay, but more, more, yeah, a lot of my stuff, I was just going to say, do more, the strip clubs, do more, I love the God's will, um, the family inside and outside, I I think that um, you could do it with either, like, food that Pam was saying, yep. or something with uh, clothing, great. you know, that's a great idea, okay. awesome, thank you. Clap your hands together for Tim Taylor. Tim Taylor. All right. Keep those hands clap and take good notes for your next comedian, Jared Cena. Okay, how's everybody doing tonight? Woo! Okay. All right. Muni Radio, dude. Favorite day of the week, other than payday, of course. Anyways, I just got fired, everybody! Woo! Thank you! Thank you for applauding me on getting fired! Yeah, you know, but it's not my fault. My boss is a racist, okay? You know, I never missed one shift. I did everything she asked. But apparently, if I yell at one 12-year-old until they cry, apparently, I'm not fit to be an English tutor. Thank you. Probably his classmate. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but anyways, uh, I don't understand, uh, I still don't understand why I got fired, because to be honest, dude, I feel no remorse for yelling at that 12-year-old, all right? I don't really understand why they're telling me to be the bigger person. Like, first of all, at 12 years old, most kids are already bigger than me. Like, <laughs> like look at me, man, I'm f short, man. Like, if I was a car, like, I would be a Fiat. <laughs> or like like one of those like clown cars, those like absurdly small cars, and then like fucking huge clowns pop out of them. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, man. So like, honestly, and this kid called me a midget. So I deserve to, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, we're done with that bit. I'll work on it, guys. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, I just graduated from SF State. Thank you. Yeah, go Gators! I like how you guys applauded at the fact that I got fired, more so at the <laughs> fact that I graduated, man. Thank you, thank you, everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it's honestly a really tough period for me. Guys, I am scared as buns. I don't want to curse, man. <laughs> Like, I am scared, man. Like, first of all, I, I don't know how to date anyone. Uh, I don't know how to cook. Like, my growth spurt hasn't even come in yet. Uh, okay, okay. We're done with the short jokes? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I understand. Oh, man, what else is going on with me? All right. Uh, who's ready for another week of bombing? Anyone? Oh, everybody does. Uh, just me. Okay, I'm the only one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's been a really, I had a really off week last week, man. I got booed off the stage by old people. Like, you know, I've been, I've been heckled before, but it's really something to get heckled by people who have to put a, a set of teeth in before they boo me. Uh, that felt even more humiliating. 
they even forgot like what they were booing for. <laughs> like after like the first or two boos. Uh, thank you. Um, you know what? I'm trying to do this thing where I don't cower away from stage time and I stay the remaining five minutes. So we're gonna go. I have no jokes whatsoever, but I'm gonna keep on going anyways. Uh, Super Bowl, right guys? Yeah. Woo, Super Bowl, woo! I don't keep up with that shit. <laughs> you, ever, you guys ever look at people talking about football and be like, damn, these guys look fucking stupid. Oh, no, no, no? <laughs> No? Okay, just me? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a hard game. This guy was talking about how he likes guys, so you probably like hard stuff. Uh, crowd work didn't work. Whatever. <laughs> you know what? I forfeit my time. Good night, Mutiny Radio! Jared Cena, everyone. That was generous. You gave us three seconds. That was amazing. Um, yay! Um, so... Since since you did use the word since you did use the word midget, I would double down on it. Since you mentioned F SF State after, and I would say that I graduated from SF State and I still use the word midget. So probably didn't learn anything. Can't cook. <laughs> I can't cook. I can't. All that stuff about I can't. I can't. I can't. It's like so you graduated from a university and you can't do all of these things. I think that that would be like a good bridge in. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Uh, comments from Colin. Yeah, so you had this thing at the very beginning where you said, I got fired from my job, and I couldn't stand it. I didn't miss one day of work. I didn't make one mistake. And you should have said, and I only yelled at one child. Mm. Oh, I see. One, one, and then big reveal that you're an adult screaming at a child. Oh, okay, I let it in too soon, the reveal, huh? You just wanted to punch, because... I was going to say hitting, but screaming at a child is an objectively funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you want, that Sorry, reveal, you want that reveal to be controlled. Yeah. Also, I thought you were going to make a joke about the Russian invasion of Ukraine that's impending when you said bombing yeah. this week. <laughs> and since you didn't, I'm going to write it down. Nobody else can do it. <laughs> um, I thought when you started talking about the clown car um, analogy, I really thought you were going to start... You there? It's like ripe for a dick joke there. Like your dick clown somehow equal. Like because you're like oh, this clown pops out and so somewhere in there. Um, and then I thought when you were talking about the old people forgetting what they were booing, there's I think something there too with like Trump like supporters or something like that because they're just on that side and they don't really. If you wanted to go political. Yeah, you. I can probably get political points with that. Um, I have a comment back here in the room in the. Back here, back here, hi. Um, okay, two things. One, when you were doing the thing about the old people when you were bombing, I thought, like, and you said the thing about their dentures. Like, what if they were, like, shouting at you so loudly their dentures fell out at you, like, as projectiles? <laughs> like, how people throw tomatoes, at, at, like, whatever. Like, they're throwing their dentures at you. The other thing, I'm not from California. San Francisco State University's Mascot is the Gators. Yeah, the the Gators. Do we even have Gators in San Francisco? Like not anymore. Yes, it's a, a Gator is an old gay man with bad skin. There you go. There's your joke. There's your joke. There's your joke. Okay. Call to the rescue. <laughs> okay. A lot of good jokes, guys. Jared, I really like the way that you um, paced yourself in that. I mean, not to 
disagree with Colin. I, I totally agree with what Colin said, but I think that the the way you've rephrased that joke is better than, you know, making this big reveal of screaming at a 12-year-old whatever you were doing last week. You, you worked at Pete's Coffee, right? Yeah, I work at Pete's. I think, and this is just my personal opinion, I think it's even funnier if that happens at Pete's Coffee. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> um, and, I mean, it, you have to be careful about where you're putting exaggerations. Um, but in comparative exaggerations for self-deprecation, it's normally the bigger the exaggeration, the funnier it is. So maybe you could say if you were a car, you'd be a Hot Wheels or something like that. <laughs> like the smallest thing or like like a Lego cart or something like that. Micro machine. Oh, yeah, exactly. Little, little, little tykes. Little tykes. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, like a go-kart. If you, if you were a car, you'd be a bicycle. Tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> a unicycle. <laughs> um, but overall, I, I really liked it. Um, and... Your energy is fantastic, but I think it's it's becoming honed and clearer and not as so like bombastically aggressive towards everything. And I think you're on a great direction. So keep it up. Thanks, man. Clap your hands together, buddy. Thanks, for everybody. That's how the joke workshop works. Uh, your next comedian, uh, lovely human being. I found is it San Francisco is such a small, small place, isn't it? Uh, Hillary, put your hands together, everybody, for Hillary Lanham. Yay! Hi guys, I'm gonna just tell you one Valentine's Day joke because it's gonna not be useful after today. Um, but basically, I thought I was gonna get away from this holiday completely unscathed. Oh shit! Can you press record? Sorry. <laughs> sorry, fuck that up. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Well, sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, I thought I was going to get away from this holiday unscathed and just ignore all the standard so stuff in social media and everything else, but whatever. Um, I, instead, my subconscious decided to have a really intense, realistic dream about my ex-husband. And so, of course, it was like, um, my subconscious was like, you will honor the fucking sanctity of Valentine's Day and the sacredness of this holiday. I'm like, fuck you. But anyway, um, the thing is, I am not alone on Valentine's Day today because I do have my lovely dog, my 70-pound pit bull. And she, the great thing about her is that she is basically exactly human torso size. So it made me realize that spooning with her, I could definitely get down with a quadriplegic because I don't need all those limbs. The torso is just is good enough. Um, but you know what? The thing about it is I'm going to now launch into a bunch of weird things about my body because it's probably better that I don't have a sexual partner right now because um, one thing is it took me almost half a decade to, or half a century to realize that my hands are grossly mismatched in size. And the whole time I thought it was just the fact that the quality control at all of the jan jacket manufacturers really sucked on the left side. So, but the other thing about it is that uh, my body that's weird is that I have a really deep belly button like and it's always been that way my mother used to draw a face on my belly button and feed it crackers when I was a toddler and literally I can stick my finger in there all the way up to its first knuckle which is that's really deep and so the first time I ever had sex um, the guy that I was sleeping with stuck his his dick in my belly button and it was fine because you know then he kept the promise that it was just gonna be the tip but but the thing about it is now I call that a button fuck. Um, but 
The weirdest thing about my body is probably my pubic hair. So it is straight. Most people have a, a bush, whereas I have a bamboo forest. The other weird thing is there's this very strange cowlick on it. So what it does is that it grows into this singular point um, right in the center of my crotch. I'm sorry about this. Too much information for you. But <laughs> so, and so, so basically the thing about it is that when there's a guy down there, um, it the, it grows into this point that then spreads out into a little Hitler mustache right below their upper lip. And so what ends up happening is that, you know, now I have this really intense not, not, Nazi fetish. I, it's the only way I can orgasm, I'm sorry. So, so if you know any quadriplegic white supremacists, please give them my name. Hillary, everyone. Yes. Yes, espousing all of her demons. Yes. That that uh the Nazi joke is gold. The only thing I would say is slow down. Like yeah. you've got the stories, you've got the stuff, you've got the I know you said something really funny about your hands, but you were zipping through it so fast I was like, she said something funny about her hands. Like I didn't um just because you were just you did three minutes instead of, it was four minutes of material in three minutes. So I would just say slow down. But I was like with you because you're laughing at yourself so hard that I was just like, this is fun. Like you, it's funny because I'm laughing with you. I know, and there's, and there's children here. So that's difficult, but you're amazing. All that detail. Yeah, probably more. Learning so much. Probably traumatized. Most women are not like me. You got something to look forward to. Yeah, most women have smaller belly buttons. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. I um, would say so part of the um, part of the slowing down thing is trusting yourself yeah. and gaining that confidence. And when you forgot to hit record, you could have played that off. And when you said sorry, it felt like, oh, she did something that she didn't want to do and now I kind of feel bad. But if you had said, now that I'm on stage, I can finally, you know, use my power as a comedian to make someone else bend to my will. Can you just hit record for me, please? Thank you. Right, right. Well, and maybe it, now that I'm thinking about it, it could have been a whole like cam joke, like I can't perform unless the I'm being recorded or something like that. I was going to say uh, the belly button joke about like like somebody fucking your belly button. I think you could like play that off by being like, yeah, uh, strangely, he, like, he was having a great time the entire time. Then I, then I realized he was in my belly button. And I was like, yo. You're in my belly button. He's like, yeah. That oh, I, I was just gonna give you just a tip or something right. like, like, be like he was his dick was big enough for a belly button. Okay. But then like. I have a really deep. Yeah, button. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's I like that. That's I'll good shit. I see. It's punching down uh, on the guy. So uh, yeah, I really like the uh, the Nazi fetish thing was great. I think especially if. Uh, if you're not laughing the whole time, then I think it'll really punch hard. It's still funny with you laughing. That's the thing. So I think it's going to be like even funnier when you slow it down. I, I definitely concur with uh, Pam's comment. I think if you space it out, you know, definitely uh, you can get the most out of each punchline. Um, I also think with the belly button thing, um, I'm like, you mentioned the cracker thing, and I thought you were going to say that like there's you still finding crumbs in it. Like that's <laughs> I, I, I like I, I thought that's where you were going with it, and then um, I feel like uh, like is it a kink? Like after the guy stuck it in, like was it going to be a kink that you, you know? I guess that thing is like I feel like I was curious about like more how you feel about 
each thing, which we got at the end with the Nazi fetish, but I think you could do that same thing with each with each right. thing, you know, like yeah. you got more to extract too, but it's great. It's great stuff. So thanks. Thank you. So I'm actually going to disagree with the room on this one of like, I loved that your delivery was very like frenetic and stream of consciousness and just like, like I was just like along on a ride. Like sure. There were some parts that were too fast where like I missed what the punchline was supposed to be, but like, I would not overcorrect on that because I thought like the just like the franticness of how you did this bit was just like really entertaining at least for me. Um, the other thing I was going to say, shit, I forgot it. Fuck, I had another. Oh, um, yes, your boobs. So you're wearing a shirt that says Gold Digger. Like we need you can't wear that shirt and not have a bit about that, yeah, even I, if it's I just a small. I was going to make a Kanye joke. joke. I yeah. was going to make a Kanye joke, but next time. <laughs> I think there could be a, a strong closing punchline if the guy goes down on you like for an un, unreasonably long amount of time and you say, are you going to fuck me? And he says, nine. Oh. <laughs> and if any of you guys have tips on how to slow down, come and let me know later. I have this problem too. Okay. Um, so what I think about it is that like, <laughs> except I'm, you're, I'm louder, so it's, it's much worse for me. I have this thing too. Where I have trouble pacing, but try to think of it in thirds. Yeah. Like, every third line you say, punch. Oh, that's good. First two, yeah. set it up, yep. punch. Yep. Yep. Okay, thank you. Clap your hands together for Hillary. I think there's still some ribs up in the bag, just so you're like, what's in that bag? And there's ribs in that bag. And there's, and there's no weed in them, it's just food. And there's also peanuts. They're the Japanese peanuts, but they're Mexican. I don't understand what that's about. But if you're hungry, please eat them. And uh, all right. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Dan Lewis. Yay. Uh, we're doing good. Get your peanuts. Get your ribs. We're doing it. We're doing it. How's it going, guys? See that... Uh, you know, Bob Saget died of a head injury. You see that? What a bummer, man. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I think we should all start wearing helmets until this thing blows over. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. It is weird how they've assessed like COVID risk, you know, relative to the benefits of you know not wearing a mask, not seeing you know not not seeing family or whatever it is. So we, we make this trade-off all the time, but other stuff's like grandfathered in, like automobiles, for instance, you know? We think about a world where the automobile, automobile just doesn't exist, and they invent it in Wuhan in 2020, <laughs> in January, and they go, listen, this is perfect. You're going to be able to see your family. You're going to be able to hang out. Downside's going to cost 1.3 million lives a year. What do you guys think? Should we do this thing or not? You'd be like, yeah, fire up the assembly line. Let's do it. I don't know. Uh, when I was also thinking about the, uh, let's think about how they don't, they can't, uh, the president and the vice president can't travel on the same plane because there'd be mass chaos. If that thing goes down, there's mass chaos. I think very similarly, they should not be allowed to have a virology lab in the same town as a wet market. I just feel like that's a problem, maybe in the future. Uh, let's see. Uh, I can't spell diarrhea. Can you spell diarrhea? Yeah, it's hard to spell diarrhea, right? I, I need a computer to help me spell diarrhea every time. Not easy to spell. It's easy to do. <laughs> it's so easy to do that sometimes you don't even have a choice. 
but it's tough to spell. Poo, that's medium to do, but easy to spell. <laughs> constipation should be the hardest one to spell. The word diarrhea should mean the thing constipation. And the word constipation should mean the thing poo. And the word poo should mean the thing diarrhea. I'm just saying, just bouncing <laughs> ideas around it. If you want to base it on how easy it is to do, that's all I'm saying. Let's get some, uh, you know, symmetry going here. Uh, so, are Polish jokes still a thing? Have you ever, do they do that? When I was a kid, they did Polish jokes. Does that mean anything to you? No, right? They used to have these jokes when I was your age. It's all about how everybody from Poland is stupid. That's basically the idea of the jokes. Never made any sense to me. I was like, that's obviously not true. Some of them are Jews. <laughs> right? Did you know that there are 15 million Jews total? There's 15 million Jews in the whole world. That kind of amazed me. I'm like, why do I seem to know about half of them? <laughs> I do. That's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. I'm just saying it's, it's curious to me. I think there's about 15 million hunchbacks. I don't know one hunchback. Maybe there's not a lot in show business, I guess. That's what it is. Speaking of that, I saw this movie, Jojo Rabbit, a little while ago. Did you guys ever see that movie? Yeah. Hitler, Hitler's pretty funny in that movie, <laughs> which I think is uh, it's kind of weird that Hitler's not fun. He's not terrible in every movie, whereas things like clowns are never funny, but they're, they're terrible in every movie. So they have a higher batting average than Hitler in movies, <laughs> which I think is crazy. You're looking to see a good movie. You're going to go in. You don't know anything about the movies. You go to the movie theater. You see two posters. You want something funny. There's a clown poster and a Hitler poster. <laughs> Take the Hitler movie. It has a better chance of being a funny movie. If you told my grandpa, my grandpa who fought in World War II, there's movies where Hitler is funny. He'd be like, that is, that's shocking. And you're like, well, he's funnier than clowns anyway. He'd be like, well, yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you. Dan Lewis, everyone. He's a genius, yay. Your set was perfect. You killed in front of a 13-year-old. Your set was perfect. I thought about the, I forgot the, I had to, yeah, I'm laughing. You had him laughing. You had the kid laughing. I have, I have nothing to say except that was great and all your new stuff is awesome. So, I say this with love. Okay. When you do the Polish joke, yeah. you might need to clarify for the audience that you are older than you look. <laughs> because the first time I met you, I thought you were like my age, and I'm 30. Okay. And so when you're like, when I was a kid, I'm like, he's. You, my you said that like you're going to say something bad. You're saying something I'm, good I'm right say, now. I, I'm revealing your age. I'm saying. Yeah, I'm but he goes, he goes I'm sorry about this. Audience. I say it with love, and then he says a thing that's, that's lovely. It's weird. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't mean to out you as an oldie, but. Oh, um, got it. Now I have. Okay, and so, thanks. Yeah, I would just clarify that because you look younger. Oh, thanks. Beautiful skin. Okay. I, I had a back here. Hey, Dan. Um, a quick one. When you say that people don't make fun of Polish people anymore, uh -huh. talk about who they do make fun of now. It's uh -huh. like people used to make fun of Polish people a lot, like they do now with trans people. Or, or Southerners or something. Or whatever. Karens I don't know who we're making right. fun of now, but. Karens. That's a safe one, yeah. right? Karens, yeah. Uh, we're Polish. Right, right. Yeah, I, I Long, beautiful people. Just I don't know. Really, really quick thing about the 
the, the spelling and like the diarrhea and like the <laughs> constipation thing. You're like looking at me. You already know what's coming, right? <laughs> I mean, you could have ended it with being like, "Yeah, guess what? That's all. That's why like Indian people are just great at shitting, or like something about uh, <laughs> like why it's great at spelling, great at shitting." No. That joke is already it's already like Rudy. <laughs> uh, so I'm not gonna get any playing time. <laughs> I thought uh, it was funny. Yeah. Uh, first time commenter, long time listener. Um, <laughs> I just actually great set. Uh, only two notes. They're all bad because I hate you, and because uh, you're better than me. So um, the diarrhea thing. I really think you have like an extra punchline opportunity because like, why do you need to spell it? You know, like yeah. who are you messaging? You know, like why? Yeah, good point. Like I'm, I feel like there's someone you could be messaging. Your mom. Like, good idea, yeah. So like, I need to spell it when I send it to my girlfriend or whatever. You know. The doctor, yeah, right. Oh yeah, when you tell the housekeeper, you're like. Sorry about the kitchen, you know, like anyway, yeah, <laughs> anywhere or something. Anyway, uh, and good the idea. Other thing is, oh, what were you saying? Uh, the, the other thing I was gonna say is, uh, I think the virus car analogy doesn't work as well because cars have a lot of benefits. I think if you found like another yeah. thing to compare it to, okay. then I think the I think the joke, the premise is is good. I just feel like the like a different anal like a different thing to analogize right. essentially would be uh, really good. Anyway, that's yeah, it. That's Thanks. Good idea. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I also have criticism. I Whoa. feel like. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like with the others, how they were too fast, you were too slow in the beginning. Okay. Um, and also, I feel like with the whole pooping part, you should have said there should be a difficulty options. Um, Video game. Video game. Oh yeah. yeah, like in video games. Easy. I literally don't even. I didn't even know what you Nintendo. meant. I'm too old. Thank you very much. Thank you. Just one other minor comment. When you start talking about Jews, it, <laughs> saying that you know half of them, it would yeah. cl help to clarify if you were Jewish or not, because that is right. where my brain was. I was like, is he Jewish? Because that would make sense that you know. I mean, you don't look Jewish to me, but right. So just okay. Maybe a little bit more context would be helpful. Sure. It was Thank great, you. Dan. I Thank loved you, it. Lauren. Um, I just had one comment where at the end, when you can tie it all together, saying that the Jojo Rabbit uh, Hitler was it was funnier than a clown, but not as funny as diarrhea. <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> Always funny stuff. Yeah. Clap your Thank hands you together, everyone. Dan Lewis, yay! Dan Lewis. All right, your next comedian was giving comments, and that's super rad. This is our second 13-year-old in the room, so I'm super excited that this is an all-ages venue, and take out your pads and notepapers and put your hands together for Liam! Yay! Thank you for the introduction. So, apparently there's supposed to be an other 13-year-old. And he is the teen phenom. I'm just your other 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, I'm not a teen phenom. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> uh. Uh, <laughs> um, I even ate the cookie you sent. <laughs> I put it in my lunch. <laughs> so, 
so today's Valentine's Day. Um, so my mom wanted me to buy Valentine's for school. I don't think she gets the concept that in middle school, kids don't exchange chocolates, they exchange sex toys. <laughs> they also... <laughs> they also exchange vaping pads. Um, that transitions perfectly into my next joke. So earlier today at school, in science class, we had this like, do you vape, are you suicidal test? <laughs> and my, and, and the funny thing is my friends asked, are we getting graded on this? And they're like, no, no, no. You're already failing this class. Um, about the pause earlier, it doesn't really matter because my dad's not here to see the disappointment. <laughs> but he did reassure me that these clips are online, so we will be disappointed. Um, uh, so my math class was switching classes and they gave us a tour around the classroom. Something I thought was strange is they didn't mention where the boys' bathroom was. And that's a shame, because that's where the magic happens. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like Harry Potter's Chamber of Secrets, but all the boys practice their magic here. There's supposed to be another 13-year-old here. Apparently, there's another sorcerer's apprentice among us. I wanted to ask him what house of magic he practiced. Um, that's my bit. I'm Liam Renault. Hey, clap your hands together for Liam, everyone. Keep clapping. Yay, Liam, yay. Hey, good Liam, bit, that man. was amazing. That was amazing, Liam. That was really, really great. Um, I have happy things to say. We're very proud of you. I have nice things to say, but it looks like Jared does too. Yeah, uh, yeah. great job, man. Give it up for this guy. Woo! I hope you know I'm probably going to send this to your principal or teacher or your friend or whatever, friends or whatever. If you're able to access that information, that's very good. Um, so I have all kinds of nice things. I have a second Jared here. I have all kinds of nice things. Um, I'm sorry that I othered you at the beginning. I feel really guilty about that. That sex toys joke was fire. Um, and I'm like, what kind? My God. Like, I don't, there, there's got to be like um, an extra tag on there that subverts what, because once you say sex toys, we're so surprised that if you then turn it around with something, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But, um, and the vape pens was funny. And you were so comfortable even in the silence. That was great. And anything that you say, honestly, we're going to laugh at because, like, it's so unique because you're like a child. <laughs> it's really, it was fun. That, not like a child. No, he, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job, though. Other comments? No, the other comics, they're like child. Dude, dude, dude. Yeah, the boys' bathroom stuff was funny. You should, you should talk shit about your teachers, dude. <laughs> you should do that. You should dox them. People would love that. I'm not even joking. People would love that. Yes. Put their name. Liam, how, how old did you say you were? 13. Okay. Well, see, so yeah, I think it's a little too late for you to be getting into stand-up, but it's cool that you have a hobby. Um, so, 
so I, my question <laughs> my question was why why do the middle schoolers exchange sex toys is it like it's just because kids these young kids are so desensitized is that j the gist <laughs> well, hey, I, I mean, have you seen Euphoria? Like, like that would be a good r reference. You're like, what are you talking about? That's based on my life. Uh, uh, is it because ki kids are desensitized, or is it just funny? It's just funny. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. That, you're you're going to be good at this. <laughs> the joke is that in middle school, everything's so different. Rather than chocolates. It's sex I, toys. I was going to say something about the sex toys. You'd be like, I don't think I could convince my mother to buy 25, 25 chocolate dildos or something like that. Uh, no. uh, yeah, just I think you have a phenomenal opportunity to make fun of all of the other comics for talking about shit that doesn't really matter, like rent or health insurance. Like, who cares? <laughs> You've only got five more years. Yo, you had a, uh, you have really good stage presence. I'm right here. <laughs> but, uh, yo, like, I'm thinking about your, your magic joke, like, with the, with the sorcerer. Maybe you could do something, like, with the wand. You know, if I got the joke right, there's probably a wand involved in, with some magic tricks that you can do I, with I the wand. Of, I thought of that, but I couldn't figure out how to fit that in. Yeah, something to think about, but good job, man. Just, just last thing, this is kind of like for a lot of your bits like that kind of like throw people off but like, oh, sex toys or like drinking off in like restrooms and stuff. It's like, there's there's kids in your school that like aren't as mature as like some of the other kids, right? That right. distinction is there, right? So like the sex toys, like we don't even know what to do with them. Like some of us haven't learned yet. Like so we haven't learned the ways or something that, like you can play off of like the distinction in, or the division in like maturity. Yeah. Shit though. Shit. So, so I, I just have one quick question. So when you said the difference in it, it's different in middle school, did you mean like from elementary school? Like, is that what you were talking about? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I, I don't think that was clear in the, I think if you just like said one quick thing leading up to the punchline, then that would even, I think that would pop even harder too, you know? Well, we don't do that. We're yeah, we don't do that anymore. We're not in elementary school. <laughs> we exchange sex toys, you know? Because that's not <laughs> what anybody expects. <laughs> Clap your hands together, everybody, for Liam! La, 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 that's how the joke workshop works. They're all ages, everyone can come. I'm gonna fuck with the list for a second because your next comedian, it's his first time he's ever been here and he has to go to another thing and I wanna make sure that he feels welcome. So um, I'm just gonna fuck with the list just for a second, but put your hands together for your next comedian. He's new to the room, Guy Ravon, yay! But third down, six to go. Flash of stroke lights, some open rizzo hit me off. Lovely and I love them with root beer thoughts. What's up, guys? Yeah. All right, my name is Guy Reuven. All right, I'm Italian and Israeli, which means that my mom's Ashkenazi and my dad's a lasagna. <laughs> and uh, so look, guys, honestly, like since Corona, like I think everything has changed, okay? Like you can't even cough in public without everyone looking at you like you're a disgusting piece of garbage. You know, you could cough just a little, like, <coughs> and everyone's like, kids, stay away from the homeless man. You know, like, it's just a cough. Like, since Corona, coughing in public has become even worse than farting in public. You know, because before Corona, did you or did you not cover up your fart with a cough, you know? <laughs> You'd be like, like, See, but now because of Corona, you can't do that, you know? Like now, instead of everybody covering up their farts with their coughs, everyone is covering up their coughs with their farts, you know? 
And, and like, look, so I was on the bus in San Francisco like two days ago, and I felt like I had a huge cough coming. So I was like, okay, you know, like, it's, it's going to require a lot of force. So if I want to cover up the cough, then I have to fart with an even stronger force. And my attempt was very unsuccessful. All right, not only did I cough so loud that everyone was just disgusted by me, I farted with so much force that I shit my pants. <laughs> and then when I got to my stop, I, I was so embarrassed. I didn't want to get out of my chair and leave. I was like, like everyone's going to see this giant brown stain on my jeans. So I took the bus all the way to Mount Shasta. <laughs> yeah, I didn't land. <laughs> uh, but look, uh, I'm actually, if you guys couldn't tell by my nose, I'm Jewish. All right, and I actually just came in from Israel two days ago. And uh, I'm not going to lie, guys, like, it's so different. And, you know, because, look, Corona is also good. Let me tell you guys why. Because now, like, when I was in Israel, like, now when I meet a girl, like, things, wait, wait, first of all, did you guys know that due to coronavirus, 43% more male Jews are having sex? Did you know that? And this is great for us Jews because now when I meet a girl, she gets to meet me for my personality and my charm. You know, before I accidentally poke her in the eye with my nose. <laughs> And, but it's also very bad, let me tell you why. Because when I was living in Israel, okay, the masks are bad. Because when I was living in Israel, I, there was a very, like, I met this girl. It was my first time going out with an Israeli girl. And next thing you know, she took me to her bedroom. Cover your ears. Next thing you know, we were butt naked. So I was like, all right, you know, I got to take off my mask now. So I took off my mask, and then she took her mask off. And I was like, wow, her nose is even bigger than mine. That's Israel for you. And, and I was like, I, I was just thinking to myself, like, I was like, how, imagine how many wars Israeli soldiers would win if they would just use their nose as a weapon, you know? <laughs> like, they were like, <laughs> just kill 10 terrorists, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, so, so look, so next thing you know, I was like, wow, her nose is even bigger than my dick. And like, it was very awkward. We just look at each other like, should I be embarrassed? <laughs> Or should you be embarrassed? And this is where it got really bad. She started trying to seduce me. You know, she was like, guy, come on, don't you want to play with my vagina? And I was like, first of all, it's not vagina, it's vagina. And second of all, my grandma's name is Grandma Regina. So uh, after that, every time I looked at her vagina, I just saw Grandma Regina's face just staring at me like, <laughs> Guy, do you want, you look hungry, do you want some of my fish? And I was like, Grandma, I was just about to eat some fish until you came. <laughs> I ran out of time, guys, but thanks so much. My name is Guy Rubin. Guy, yay, yay, welcome to the room, yay. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. Do we, um, does anyone have any comments? I got comments. Yeah, I love the ending tag. That uh, Israeli punch, that was fucking funny, man. The one where like, oh, if I used our noses, we can kill 10 terrorists. That uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. I have more like that, but I ran out of time. Yeah. No, it, it was a good like ending punch. Also, like the last two bits, the Regina bit and then the nose bit, didn't seem really unrelated. It seemed kind of unrelated. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe connect those two bits or like, okay. yeah. Right, good shit, man. Yeah. Where is this source material on this 43% stat on Jews having more sex? Where is that? Like, what's the 
I might have missed it. Like, what's the like justification? Like, who's collecting this data? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, okay. Like now, because now, because we're wearing masks, you can't see the nose. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like, what? He had a whole thing about like they're all doctors, and so like in a pandemic, you trust them. But I think like, mm. I you could make a joke about like, like I was just like, who's gathering this data? Right. Like, who is this intern that they have like asking people how much they're fucking, and then like, <laughs> look, the Jews are winning this one. <laughs> yeah. Surprising. Surprising stats. To that point, did you see the statistic that just came out that only that twenty six percent of 18-year-old plus have not had sex in the last year, so maybe you could incorporate that. Like, we're finally, like, conquering everyone else or something along those lines. Wow. Interesting. It's very true. It is true. Hey, I think you're real funny. That was a great set. Um, two, two comments. One, when you do the, no when you do the nose thing, um, uh, killing 10 terrorists per... Per, per nose, whatever. You can break it down to nostrils, five per nostril, and just kind of break ah. it down mathematically a little bit better, a little more. And then secondly, um, oh, I forgot that second point. Um, uh, okay. Uh, I forgot it. Go ahead. Sorry, Go quick. Ahead. Um, his thing just made me think of a thing. Like, is there a follow-up tag of, like, Evan, when you sneeze, it's, like, a freaking tsunami or something? Ah, like with my nose? Yeah, like... Oh, I could do, incorporate that with, like, the Jews, like, the, yeah, the terrorist yeah, yeah. thing, and then just have one of them sneeze and wipe out, like, 50 terrorists. Little, little known fact, that's how they parted the Red Sea. Uh, that's another one. That's good. That's great. I remember the thing. Uh, every time you stare at your uh, girlfriend's uh, vagina, reminds you of grandma, it makes you want to sit up straight. It makes you want to eat your vegetables. It makes you uh, want to whatever, respect oh. women, whatever it is, because that's what grandma would do. Thanks. Clap your hands together, everyone. I, I have one oh, thing. Oh, okay, one thing, one thing, quick, 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 like a bunny. So I know you're from Israel and you're in California doing comedy. You need to acknowledge the fact that for most Americans, at least me, you look more Palestinian than Israeli. Did really? anyone else feel that? Because I did. I think he looks. I think he looks Italian. But the thing is that I'm Italian. I, I, I've just found that Palestinians dress cooler. I don't know. Palestinians are schooling. Again, I am a bit biased because I'm not one of them. All of our racial stereotypes come together on Joke Workshop. Put your hands together for guys. Guys, you're all amazing. Thank you so much. We must accept. Yay, guys. Yay. All right. Um, so we're just going to do four minutes now. We are out of time for comments, so super sad and sorry for everybody. Bye. Uh, but your next comedian, clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Pete Struckmeyer. <laughs> We had a 13-year-old here, everyone. Make some noise. This entire time, I thought that guy was the 13-year-old. Of course he's not here when I need him to hear that punchline. Okay. Aloha, everyone. I just got back from a fabulous vacation in Hawaii. That's how we say it down there, because I'm local, obviously. Uh, no, it was beautiful, beautiful scenery, beautiful beaches, beautiful comedians. Yeah, did y'all know you could do this and be hot? I'm gonna need all of you next time to show up in muscle tank tops that show off your tan biceps. Now that I know that that's a possibility. 
I did some shows there. You know, I had a really great time there. The people were wonderful. They all have great taste for the most part. All right. I had an Uber driver who was giving me all these recommendations like climb this mountain, go snorkeling here, eat this poke, blah, blah, blah. And then after a, a brief pause, he turns to me and goes, so has anyone ever talked to you about finding Jesus? To which I replied, no, but I, I know a few Catholic priests. They throw fabulous dinner parties, but I don't remember much after having the blood of Christ. Except for my butthole waking up sore that morning. <laughs> That's a pedophilia joke. Huh? That's how the joke workshop works. Uh, no, 13-year-old. Um, but no, the people were great. I love. That's what I love about going on vacation places is all the randos you meet. Like, I at one point was at a gay bar and a straight couple bought me shots. Let me tell you, by the end of the night, they were neither straight nor a couple. <laughs> Another older gentleman I met um, told me that he once fucked outside in a park during Chernobyl. Yeah, could you imagine if the HBO show had been from that vantage point? Like, show me that carnage. But my favorite people that you meet on vacation, by far, are the people who are there to cheat. I hooked up with an older gentleman who was um, staying at my same hotel, very authentic Hawaiian spot, Hawaiian spot, a uh, place called the Courtyard Marriott. <laughs> And so we go back up to his room so that we can go fucking, ooh la 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 la. And we walk in the door, and there I see his sleeping, snoring husband. And we have sex in the bed next to him anyway. <laughs> yeah, it went a little something like this. I'd be like riding on top of him like, oh, Matthew, oh. And then next to him you would hear, <laughs> But you know what? I did not learn the intricacies of this man's dick until after sex. Because he went to go pee to make sure he didn't get a UTI. And this is when I learned that apparently when this man gets stuck trying to pee, he has to sing The Lion King. So there I am lying in the bed, and then suddenly I hear, And this guy's husband still fucking asleep. At that point, that's on you, dude. <laughs> so in conclusion, for Valentine's Day, I just want to leave you all with this parting thought. You may think you are in a loving relationship, but I might be in your bed fucking your partner in your sleep. That's my time. Thank you, everyone. Hey. Yay! Peter's drug buyer. I'm so jealous. You're having sex with people. Uh, your next comedian. Uh, what a what a lovely young man he is. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ajay Demadarin. Hi guys. Hi guys. I'm gonna try to keep this short because my fucking neck is messed up. How you guys doing? <laughs> uh, a little bit about me. This is for you. This is for you because you don't know me. All right. A little bit about me. I live in Oakland with uh, three other women, and they like they like to really make that 
apparent. They're like, hey, he's a man of the house. This is a J. He's the man of the house, which doesn't really feel like a compliment because my only competition is a cat. Like, and everybody's seen his penis. I think there's something I need to do to really prove myself. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm doing all these bits with you right here because I like this feels like it's a, it should be a crime, but like, <laughs> fuck it, let's go. I have okay. I have a clean bit. I have a clean bit. I have a I have a bit about uh, val Valentine's Day. So I was thinking about Valentine's Day about two years ago. That like that Valentine's Day, right? Um, I was alone at the time, but I was like reflecting on this because I'm American and I like to re reflect on past failures, even when nobody asked me to. Uh, yeah. So I was alone, but one of my friends was like, "Hey, this is a great excuse to like, you know, spend time with family, spend spend time with people you love." So I got a hooker. Okay. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I got a I got a nickname in the industry, by the way. I, I'm an absent father. You know what that means? It means that I'm not, I'm like barely around, but I still drop a baby in you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a lie. I use protection. Yeah. She lied down on the bed, and then I call the cops. Yeah. You can't be doing that. That shit's illegal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's a lie about the nickname too, because uh, like she's a single mother, so I'm doubt she that she needed like a third step, like third absent father. Fuck that up. All right. Fun. <laughs> Whatever. This is going amazing. <laughs> I love this. Uh, I've been watching a couple like dating shows on Netflix. Uh, I watched this dating show about like some people that have like mental challenges, but they're all like, uh, they're all really like desperate for marriage, right? And they have like difficulty with like eye contact. You guys might have seen it. It's called uh, Love Is Autistic. I mean, Love Is Blind. Uh, it's called Love Is Blind. It's called Love Is Blind. Uh, yeah, yeah. That show's weird because like they like everybody dates in pods, so you can't see see the dude on stage fucking doing jokes come on motherfucker no <laughs> all right all right you can't see like the other person that you're dating right so I, I it's it's an interesting show but also like you can't see body language right what if like the other person across the thing is like doing some wild shit you're like asking about their parents like yeah tell me about your family tell me about your family it's like it, it feels like there's a lot of loopholes in that i'm gonna, i'm killing that bit i'm not doing that again <laughs> yeah I feel like I do need to find God because like this this is fucked up. Like I, I've tried to be religious, but I'm Hindu, so finding God's kind of hard because uh, you know there's so many, right? <laughs> I just hope that the God I find is cool with me eating all this in and out because I like cows, bro. They like cow like they they drink cow milk. I just eat cows. You know I feel like my way is way less creepy, right? All right. <laughs> no, you guys like sucking cow titties. All right, whatever. <laughs> But yeah, if you want to be a born-again Hindu, it's kind of hard, right? It's not like being born-again Christian. There's kind of a thing you have to do if you want to be a born-again Hindu, you know? Die. You got to die, dude. Fun times. But uh, there are a lot of good, like, Hindu role, role models, right? Like, like Jesus, right? Jesus was definitely Hindu. Come on. Reincarnated. Has, like, mad long hair and just can't stop lecturing people. Oh, no, I'm Christian. No, that's, that's a Hindu. That's a Hindu right there. I think the Bible is basically just like medieval tech support if you think about it, right? Because like, like forgive those, forgive others that have wronged you, right? That's just like everybody's on their fucking phones, dude. This is wild. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing, fellow Indian comic? We got, we got, we got Newman. I got like 15 seconds. I'm not gonna finish the bit. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Rotten hell, no. Fuck it. All right, you guys, have, you guys have been great. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you, Pam. AJ, everyone! You gotta die to be reincarnated. Very funny. Yeah. All right, your next comedian. Uh, he's the father of the other 13-year-old. <laughs>
<laughs> he was not here for a set. I was like wondering, did you make him, did, did you say you didn't want him to be there, Liam? Were you like, don't watch me do it? Or were, was it, he was like, I don't want to see you do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's his dad. I know, isn't that crazy? Put your hands together, everybody, for Dash Renault! Yay! Evening, folks. So, uh, headline this morning says that all of this inflation is wiping out all of the pay increases that everyone got. It makes me really, gra makes me really glad that I did not give my housekeeper a pay increase. <laughs> I would hate for her to have to worry about that in addition to everything else. You know, now she has nothing to lose. Um, any Star Wars fans in the audience? Any Star Wars fans? Oh, we got Star Wars fans. I'm really excited for them to finally come out with the Star Wars spinoff that explains what happened to the racial diversity in the galaxy between <laughs> episodes three and four. Seems like a pretty big plot hole, no? <laughs> but yeah, these are interesting times we live in. The scientists, they keep changing their minds. You know, just a few months ago, the CDC was telling us, as long as you are fully vaccinated, it's fine. You can go out and have dinner with your friends, share needles with your neighbors, have unprotected sex with strangers, you know, all of it. But now they're saying that this new Omicron variant, it is so viral, it can actually be spread through thoughts and prayers. <laughs> so keep them to yourself. Yeah. Okay, that worked. I was going to blame Kyle if that one didn't work because he, he gave me hope that that one would work. So some people appreciated it. Uh, you all saw my son here earlier this evening. Uh, my apologies. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he and I were playing video games the other day and we were playing against bots and the bot difficulty settings were hard, medium, easy, or disabled. Whoa, <laughs> you know? How about very easy, right? <laughs> Not trying to <laughs> fight bots in wheelchairs over here. <laughs> I think that the preferred nomenclature is differently abled, actually. But what a disingenuous term. I hate the term differently abled, right? It doesn't give away anything at all about what it means. Could you just imagine some poor 20th century general having the term differently abled dropped on? So what? What was that, sergeant? Well, okay, we need these differently abled units out there on the field. I want, a, I want a full unit of these differently abled individuals. We need some new abilities. And where are all these social justice warriors I was promised? You know, they need to land on Normandy. I guarantee that uh, the 20th century scientists that came up with the term retarded were definitely some social justice warriors. I guarantee that someone was like, you know what? We should really stop referring to these patients as idiots. That's like, <laughs> the term has made it out into the community. People are misusing it. There's got to be something better here. All they are is just delayed in their development. Let's, how, uh, French word for delayed, retardé, perfect. I am a good person. And then they got drafted off to fight in World War II. Um, but science isn't always like that. Science isn't always nice. Do you folks know what the term is for someone with a fear of large words? The term for a fear of large words, I'm not making this up, is hippopotamonstrosesquipedaliophobia. Where was the Hippocratic Oath when they came up with that one, right? <laughs> Can you just imagine some poor schmuck going about his life, living under the specter of some fear that he can't name, and then finally gets a call up from his doctor, and she's like, okay, David, uh, so your, your tests came back. Um, it turns out you have a fear of large words. Yeah, I'm afraid that's not the worst part. Um, 
David, are you sitting down? Okay, well, the name of your fear, well, it's, it's hippopotamonstrosesquipedaliophobia. I'm so sorry, David. Like, how is he going to find a support group? Poor, poor schmuck. All right, my name is Dasher Noe. You guys have been amazing. Keep your hands clapping for Dasher Noe. Yay! Yay! All right. Uh, keep all that excitement going for your next comedian, everybody. It's Luca Branches. Yay! Wow, man. Cool. Hey, man, I listen to you on the radio, bro. That was great, all right? I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, man, yeah, sure, high five. Hey, man, you know, it's nice to have people like my age around here because all you guys smell like weed. <laughs> At least he smells like bubblegum vape, all right? <laughs> it's way better, I promise you. I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Great job, man. But, yeah. But earlier today, literally during Vi Valentine's Day, I had to go to the principal's office, right? The principal brought me to his office, and that was the scariest thing ever, right? Like, it was more scary coming back from the principal's office than going to it, you know what I mean? Because coming back from the principal's office is like coming back from war, you know what I mean? In middle school, like, you're walking back. Everyone's just looking at you. Everyone's looking at you. You're like, your hands are shaking. You're so scared. You know, you sit down. Your friend asks you what happened. You have flashbacks. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, that's what's up. You know what? It's pretty scary. <laughs> but I got, uh, I got taken out during writing, actually, right? And in writing, we were learning about, like, how you can, <laughs> you, we were learning about how you can count the amount of, What's the word? Sit. Mom, what's the word? Syllables, yeah. The amount of syllables in a sentence, right? And you have to clap to do it. Here, let me show you. Right, you have to clap to count your syllables. Like, like, okay, well, like he walks to the floor, right? And man, it reminded me of when white dads watch sports. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, like during the Super Bowl, it's like, let's go Bengals. Let's go, Bengals. Yeah. It just reminded me of that. Yeah. Today's Valentine's Day, though, right? And I, I was too scared to ask a girl out. I was way too scared. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Are you kidding? But, you know, I was, more, I was scared to ask a girl out because in middle school, if you tell a girl you like her and she doesn't like you back, she hates you. She despises you immediately, right? And, like, like you turn from best friends to enemies in one second. Like, uh... Like, if you tell a girl that you like her and she doesn't like you back, you turn into Obi-Wan Kenobi and she turns into Anakin Skywalker. You know what I mean? You're just like, Samantha, we had the best of bonds. We were best friends. And she was like, she was like, no, I will never, ever let you poke me with that lightsaber. Like, <laughs> you're like, what? Dude, you know, but my real life experience, my real life experience, when I was in third grade, when I was in third grade, I told the girl I liked her, and she started crying. Like, dude, dude that's so, that sucked. I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken, and my teacher made me apologize to her. Like, I did something wrong, man. I'm, I'm, I'm serious, man. I'm, I was sad. I was scarred for life, bro. That was traumatic for me, and I felt like that was going to happen in the real world. You know what I mean? I was so scared that if I asked a girl to become my girlfriend, she was going to be like, sexual harassment. Pow! You know <laughs> And, I, and she's like, misconduct! And I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? I was, I was just scared about that. Yeah. But, but I'll, I'll do one more joke that I've done before, but, you know, I mean, 
But for Valentine's Day, it's weird. It's weird the standards that people have, right? It, like in, in middle school especially. Like I was talking to my friend. I was talking to my friend the other day. And I asked him, I was like, dude, out of these two girls, who would you date, right? Out of Ella or Sophie, who would you date? And he was like, hmm, hmm, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably date Sophie because Ella has a flat butt. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Ella has a flat butt. You're barely gonna touch her hand, all right? Like, Ella has a flat butt. You're not gonna eat that ass, bro. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, bro? Like, you haven't even gotten your first kiss. You know what I mean? She's like, he's like, yeah, she's only an A cup. I'm like, how do you know bra sizes, bro? Okay. Thank you, everyone. I'm Luca Branches. Yay, Luca Branches. It is real life experience, everyone. That was amazing. Keep your hands clapping in a slappy like motion for one of my favorite people on the scene, Lauren Kraut. Yay! Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Thank you. I wasn't ready. I didn't know it was me. Okay. Um, it doesn't take a genius to see that the earth is, is mad. Mother Earth is pissed off at us. You can see it. You can see it in uh, um, tsunamis and earthquakes and fires and ice. She's pissed. Okay, that's enough of that one. <laughs> I wrote a new song. Um, it's a takeoff on uh, um, Good and Plenty. I don't know if you remember Good and Plenty song. <clears throat> Once upon a time there was an old cashier. Touching Lauren was her name we hear. Okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> she tried to make change, but she got it wrong. She put Target out of business, and this is her song. Touching says, love my, love my job at Target. Touching says, I fooled them all each day. Touching says, love my job at Target. Fuck, I put them out of business and it's the, that's the way it is. Something like that. <laughs> Fuck me. All right, thank you. I had one of those wonderful uh, fudge edibles that Pam made. <laughs> and I do believe that it is kicking in. <laughs> Which brings me to my next joke. Um, a lot has been... <laughs> a lot has been said about being in the moment the now and no one's asked me for my opinion on that but i'm going to tell you anyway now no right now <laughs> all right that's all i remember that joke <laughs> all right i'm going to give it up because i <laughs> i can't i can't um i'm just i don't know i i wanted to tell you this one story about when i was a kid i got uh I get dizzy when you, I get uh, cut myself or um, draw, see blood. And uh, I, had a, um, I felt faint and I went to the nurse and she sent me to, to go in, or it went to the teacher and she sent me to go to the nurse. And uh, I went on my way there, I felt better. So I didn't know what to do. Do I still go to the nurse or do I go back outside? 
Um, so I spun around in a circle, so I got dizzy again, and then I kept, just kept going to the nurse. <laughs> Thank you. That's my time. I'm Lauren. Lauren Proud, everyone, is exceedingly high. I eat these things like all day, every day. I'm surprised that they, uh, they hit people this hard. Um, <laughs> yay, that's good. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Brady Pearson. Oh my God, hello everyone. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Oh my God, happy Valentine's Day, you fucking bastards. All right. Um, so I have, I'm so glad there's so many straight men in the room tonight because I need your help. Now, I don't speak heterosexual. So what is a Super Bowl? <laughs> Everyone has been talking about it all weekend and I have no fucking, it's about balls though, right? I do have that right. Yeah, big and, big, right, and there's a Brady that has to do with balls also in football. I heard he deflates them. But uh, <laughs> isn't that true though? Well, okay, somebody got it. Oh my god. Okay. So there's been a lot of talk amongst guys about like alphas and betas. Now, um has anybody heard about this? These guys talking about okay. So what is an what are you a beta? Uh, okay, you're not. So are you an alpha? So you must be a beta. Okay, is there an alpha in the room? I mean, so, okay, so what is an alpha? Oh my god, come on, you gotta do better than that. I mean Okay, because you guys like like to pass a lot of the stuff. Anybody else know? Because to me, like, no, I'm, what is it, please? Okay, okay. Because see, that that's exactly what I think. So I do speak heterosexual. Uh, speak heterosexual because we have a term for that. It's called top and bottom. <laughs> so you're obvious. I mean, there you go. I mean, your legs look pretty good. I can hit them up here. You see me later. We have a great Valentine's Day together. Am I not? I mean, how could I not look at that face? <laughs> Hold it, I'll have a seat on it later. Okay. Um, <laughs> just like that, but the fur might feel good. Okay. So I just turned 52. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's amazing. And I've been like, oh my God, you know, like I'm such an old faggot. Uh, I mean, I think like, oh my God, so I've been sucking cock for over 30 years. And so it begs the existential question. How many miles of cock? Have I sucked? I mean, let's see. Mm, the average mile is something like 2,500 feet. Do the math. Let's see. It's 108,000 miles. That's like 26 miles, which is about a marathon. And that explains my last weekend. Mm, it's kind of a lot, isn't it? Trigger warning. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of crazy shit like that tonight. Let's see what else we have to talk about. Oh yeah, I'm very excited about everything going on in the news. Everything's going so well for our government. I'm very excited to welcome our new white, white supremacist overlords. And welcome, I brought, I'm designing two new fragrances for them. Yes, because I'm a faggot, that's what we do. That's what's expected of us. And so the first one, it's for the ladies. It's called White Woman. <laughs> and you gotta say it just like that. White woman. The tagline is always in front. <laughs> and gentlemen, I want you to feel left out. There's one for you. It's called entitled. <laughs> it's how you feel. 
And lastly, since I feel so close to you on Valentine's, I want to sing a little song that I wrote based on Little Orphan Annie, and it's called, now it's called Little Orphan Fanny, and it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Your son will come out tomorrow. Better be a bottom and he'll swallow <laughs> all my cum. He'll be gay, but he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin, he'll grin and say, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom. Tomorrow, it's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady. Yay! Brady Pearson! Yay! Yay! Oh, I wish I wish I was I wish I was a gay man. Uh, you're <laughs> sorry. That was uh, I've been eating these all day too. So that inside was on the outside there. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together for Kelly Evans. Okay, I'm glad to hear that Pan's been eating these brownies all day because I've just been looking in her at the booth and she's just been like fucking vacantly looking into space and I was like, I'm a little concerned. I know she's fine though. This is just Monday. So, um, you know, being that it's Valentine's day, it's got me wondering when Jesus was conceived. Um, do you think Mary had an orgasm? Uh, cause I don't, I don't think Jesus, I don't think God is that kind of guy. You know, he's always like, worship me, listen to me, spend every weekend with me. He's a little selfish. You know what I'm saying? Mary's like, are you going to even go down on me? He's like, I don't really do that. All right. Sorry, says this the Lord. And so can you at least maybe explain how I got pregnant to people? It's like, what? I hear someone praying for me. I better, I really got to go. You, can you at least recommend a doctor maybe? There's a really nice manger around the corner. I'll give you a discount. All right, that is, yeah, happy God material. Um, I, uh... <laughs> My mom likes to drink, you know, uh, she is a fun lady. I don't know why people are so critical of people who drink. They're fun. They have a good time. We had uh, Thanksgiving one year where we went to my girlfriend's parents' house and they like, they drink way more than anyone I've ever seen. They're, it's obscene really. Uh, my girlfriend's father peed in a closet one year. <laughs> the coat closet where everyone's coats were and uh, we're pretty sure he did it on purpose, too. You know, I don't think it was an accident. It felt intentional. Anyway, so my mom's a little nervous to go to this party, and uh, so she drinks a little too much, and on the way into the house, she drops the dish of stuffing on the ground, and it breaks, and then she brings it inside to eat, and then we got so drunk that we ate that stuffing, and yeah, it was chew It was crunchy. It was very crunchy. Um I remember uh, in college, my stepdad found out that I had cocaine and uh, he like marched into my room and he looked real angry and he was like, can I get a 20? Is that uh, <laughs> not the question I expected? And that's when I moved out. Um, all right. What else do we have? Oh, uh, I work in wine and uh, I fucking hate people in wine. I do. 
I really can't. I don't want to hear another person talk about how wine tastes, all right? Because it's just so pretentious. I heard somebody, they were like, this wine tastes like a, like a fluffy cloud waving in the breeze filled with angst and melancholy. I'm like, all right, Tyler, we get it. You went to English. You took English. Ah, fuck. I fucked up the punchline. <laughs> All right, all right, that's fine. Thank you. Um, I, uh, um, oh, uh, 23andMe, have we taken it, right? We've done it, have you done the 23andMe? I don't like, it's kind of weird, honestly. I don't like the whole process of it. This is very strange, like, how do you get the cum in that container, you know? Like, how do you, you know, and it's just taking so long for the results to get back. It's like I gave it to the guy in the Pontiac LeBaron. He's like six weeks. And uh, fuck that joke. Anyway, uh, I'll finish on this. I uh, fucking, oh, yeah. I just don't think Omicron's that bad. And I've been trying to talk to people about it. I'm like, listen, if you look at the death rates and the hospitalization rates, it's not even that bad. I mean, the numbers are pretty low. And people don't want to hear it. It's kind of like being the guy that says, you know, having sex with a 16-year-old technically isn't pedophilia. You know, like... It's like, you may be accurate, but nobody wants you at their party anymore. Um, all right, that's a great way to finish. Have a good night. Kelly Evans, everyone. You're right. Omicron's not that bad. 732 dead in San Francisco since the beginning of COVID. That's not that many. Uh, it's, it's not even close to 1,000. Your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey. faces you said 732 dead? <laughs> Worth it. All right. <laughs> um, I read an interesting article, but they did a study where they figured out that uh, Tucker Carlson, right-wing media firebrand, Tucker, Tucker Carlson, uh, <laughs> ranks highest in viewership amongst 25 to 54-year-old Democratic voters. Yeah, that's like learning gay porn is the number one search category in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> You're like, those people are repressed. <laughs> I, I guess everyone deep down just has this latent repressed urge to watch a guy on screen be a cocksucker. So <laughs> just kidding, I like Tucker. Um... <laughs> I like his cadence. I like impersonating him. No, 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 I do. I really like... I am a gay man, but the Democrats won't tell you that. <laughs> and why would they? This is all just a big game to them. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> He's got a good cadence. He's got a good cadence. <laughs> um... Is anyone else getting notifications for Facebook memories? Is that not the most sinister feature that's ever been on a social media app? I Now I got to look at photos from 10 years ago where I'm blacked out. <laughs> they couldn't even take the hint. I didn't want those memories in the first place. They suck. Hey, Kyle, remember how freshman year of college you got so drunk? Remember how you forgot that you started crying and admitted to your best friend's girlfriend that you also loved her and he thought it was so pathetic that he started photographing it? 
We fixed that. <laughs> um, uh, dude, Canada, uh, I'm so excited to see what happens next. Um, martial law, truckers, um, there, there's like basically like right wing Canadians are 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 protesting COVID shit. And it's so alarming because I didn't even realize Canada had conservatives. I'd, if you had to ask me, a Canadian conservative is just someone who doesn't say sorry, you know, just refuses to. No, I'm not going to bloody say it. You know, that's 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 what a, that's what a freak out up there looks like. Just iPhone footage of a guy in a Tim Hortons like you can't make me say it. You can't do it. They're committing a uh, noise terrorism. That's what they're calling it. I, I like that. Uh, they're they're honking. <laughs> they are. That's what that's that's the noise they're making. They keep and people are so pissed at them because these these truckers they keep honking and honking. And finally, uh, Trudeau was like, you know, those aren't real Canadians. And I was like, oh, they're making the exact same noise as your geese. That's pretty Canadian. I guess that's more clever than funny because it's definitely fucking clever. All right. <laughs> um. I mean, that's all I wanted to do. Thank you very much. Kyle Morrissey. Wait, Hillary, will you will you let me do the one joke that I can do? Because the people that I know that we have in common. Do you want to have this one one quick? I'll do one quick joke and then uh, and then I'll get back to the list. Uh, okay, clap for me because I'm gonna do this joke for. I wanted I want to do more jokes. I want to do more jokes later too, but I want to do this for you because I know you wanted to leave. Okay, so I used to babysit for these, and I say twins even though it was only one. Anyways, I used to babysit for these twins. I used to be a nanny. Oh my God, can you believe people let me take care of their children? So I, I used to be a nanny and I was babysitting for these two twin six-year-olds and it was so cute. I like to foster creative play with children. We don't watch screens. And so they, um, they tied me up to a desk chair with yarn and they put um, tape over my mouth. And then they got a laser pointer and they stuck it up to my hand and they said, I'm freezing your hand. And I was like, oh, oh it's so cold, it's terrible. And fostering creative play. Uh, and then they put it to my foot, I'm cutting off your foot. Ow, ow, what's happening? This is what's crazy. And they took the laser pointer to my chest and said, I'm breaking your heart. I was like, Daria, you need to stop, okay? Society has broken my heart. What game are you playing? <laughs> Why am I tied to this desk chair with yarn? What happened? And they said, you stole a laptop. <laughs> like, you're, you're cutting off my hand because I stole a laptop? What, what game is this? And, and they looked at me and said, police state. Yeah, if you were black, we would have shot you. <laughs> okay, that's, the, that's one of my nanny jokes. I did know that, yeah, yeah, it's awesome, which is why I can still see that joke, yeah. Um, thanks, Hillary, that's just a joke about that. Okay, everybody clap for me and Hillary, and uh, your next comedian is, oh, I know, he's my favorite dad. Put your hands together, and he brought me chocolate, which is so nice. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Ray Khan, yay! Hey, guys, what's happening? Hello, happy Monday, what's up, what's up? I made the huge mistake of bringing Pam chocolate, but they were not marijuana infused. So this is not gonna be a happy Valentine's Day. For me, I'm not getting lucky. Not happening. Hey, I love babies. Who loves babies? Everybody loves babies? We had two up here today. Nobody loves babies, for God's sakes. Ah, I love them. They're great. They're so br they're pretty. Every time I see these babies in the streets, 
I'm really, really good to them. I'm really friend with, friendly with them because I can do the math. Because I know every baby I see in the street is going to be eventually my caretaker. I can just see it. I can see them 15, 20, 30 years from now. They're going to be taking care of me. So I'm super good. Every baby I meet in the streets, I'm very friendly to. Right? I'm like, you're a good baby. Aren't you a good baby? And I got to coach these babies up to make sure they don't abuse me when I get older. I'm like, you're a nice baby. You're not the kind of baby that would take a man's wedding ring after a sponge bath, are you? No, you're not. You're a good baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're not a, You're not the kind of baby that would change a man's will, yeah, after giving him a little bit of too much sleepy time medicine. No, no, you're a good baby, you little tickle monster. I love it. I love it. You know, um, uh, if I say, if they drop their binky, they drop their binky, I rush over there, I pick up that binky, I put it right under some hot water, and I give that binky back to that baby. Yeah, I give it back to them. Because you know what? If anything Tupac ever told me, and stay with me here, thug life. Remember thug life? Yeah, the hate you give little infants fucks the elderly. Yeah, that's right. That's the acronym I live by. Uh, who likes Billy Joel? Speaking of music, anybody like Billy Joel? You like Billy Joel? Damn, I love Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. He's got that song, that one song, uh, We Didn't Start the Fire. You know, we didn't start the fire. 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 He said this 17 times during that song. 17 times. You think you get the point across? If Billy Joel says it 17 times, I think Billy Joel might be starting all the fires. It's pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. If I was an arson investigator and I'm like questioning Billy Joel, did you start that fire? Motherfucker, yes, you started that fire. You said it 17 times during some random song, of course. Yeah, like, imagine if I took that song and I just, I just inserted, I didn't bang your girlfriend. Yeah, I didn't bang your girlfriend. I didn't, I didn't bang your girlfriend. I didn't bang your girlfriend. I didn't bang your girlfriend, huh? 16 times you're like, is Ray fucking Stephanie? And I'm pretty sure Ray is hitting Stephanie hard. I do that. 30 times you're like, I'm 100% sure Ray is fucking all the Stephanies. All the, if I do it 50 times, you know I'm hitting Captain Jack, Down Easter Alexa, yeah, and the piano man. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, am, I have a look to me that screams I'm ethnically ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, nobody knows what I am. When my wife and I were first dating, she had no idea what I was. I'm 100% Pakistani. Hold your applause, please. Um, and she had no idea, so she wouldn't ask me outright what I was. She would just kind of meander around it. She'd be like, hey, Ray, what do you want for dinner? You want to go to dinner and a movie? What do you say? And I'd be like, yeah, sure, let's go. Okay, let's see. You want to you wanna get a taco, Ray? Let's get a taco. What do you think, huh? Maybe a quesadilla and we can go home and, I don't know, watch Coco? Coco on Netflix, you know, something about... Diaz de las Muertas, is that something you people, I mean, you would like? Would that be okay? I'm like, no, that's okay. How about lumpia? You like lumpia? Yeah, how about some lumpia? Maybe some chicken adobo? Yeah, I taped uh, Pacquiao on the old, uh, yeah, no, you don't want that? Okay, cool. How about, uh, I don't know, you want to find a luau? Let's find a luau. Yeah, let's maybe hit some poi together, watch The Rock in Moana. No? Okay, cool. Let's play. And I'm like, honey, I don't want to do this. It's okay. Let's just forget about it. Let's just stay home and play a couple of games. She's like, okay, cool. Let's play a couple of games. Let's play a couple of games. Let's play, um, let's play two games. How about Pictionary Charades? Uh, four, four words sounds like just draw me your flag. 
Just draw me your flag. Like, not the flag that you currently, of the country you currently live in, but how about the flag that you would go to if this place doesn't exist? Yeah, that's right. How about that? Throw me a bone. Hey, that's my time. Thanks a lot. Ooh, happy Monday. Break on, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. We have a rhyming rock block from Ray Khan to Brian John. Yay. Hey, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Do you guys remember those candy hearts that say things on them like, uh, love you, or be mine, question mark, or Sodom me? That was my favorite one. Got one long laugh on that one. Okay, I'll take it. Um, due to inflation, um, the rapper Chameleonaire just announced that he's changing his name to Committal Class. <laughs> Can't wait for his next album. Um, and yeah, another rap news. I was going through my old CD collection and I came across uh, Will Smith's 2000 album, Willennium where he basically proclaims the next thousand years were going to be all about him. And I was thinking about, you know, I, I think he's right. So, I mean, a lot's happened in the last 20 years. Like, the COVID pandemic's killed over 5 million people. But, I mean, come on, how many more got jiggy with it? I mean, Black Lives Matter was a big deal, but come on, don't the men in Black's lives matter? So I, um, when I was younger, I worked at Quiznos, um, and it's kind of like stoner fuck around kid. Um, and uh, one of the things we'd do is when we'd find dead mice. Well, first of all, do you remember the big um, conveyor belt toaster ovens that Quiznos would have? So we'd find the dead mice, we'd soak them in oil and put them on the conveyor belt, and then about halfway through, they'd catch on fire. It's Viking funeral. Uh, <laughs> Funny, funny mental imagery. I was, yeah. Stand-up material. I don't know. Um, last month um, was my grandparents' 60th wedding anniversary, um, and my girlfriend at the time and I were in a big rush to get out the door. Um, and she was like, "Shit, you know what? We can't show up to this thing empty-handed." And I was like, "Damn it, you're right. Grab the Nintendo Switch. This is going to be boring as hell." Yeah, I like Nintendo. You know, Nintendo is a brave company. Um, they co confronted a culture of prejudice in the year 2000 when they released the first Game Boy of Color. <laughs> uh, but I don't think they could get away with releasing another like gendered console in, in the modern day. Like, they'd have to call it like the Game Them or something. But I think that's why they called their most recent console the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> to make up for a uh, misogynistic line of handheld consoles. <laughs> I don't know if it's a boy, is it misogynistic? I don't know, it doesn't feel as threatening. Um, <laughs> boys are not threatening. That's, your, that's the secret, huh? Um, I, uh, at, my, at the wedding anniversary, um, I saw some of my family members. Uh, I have this four-year-old um, cousin, and this kid is a little bit messed up. He was trying to make the cat eat faster by pushing the cat's head into the food bowl as it ate. Like, I just can't wait to see how this kid treats women when he grows up. And I picture them like he's out at dinner with his future wife and he's like, honey, the movie's about to start. You better finish your tapas. And then he pushes her head into the plate. It's like, all right, now clean yourself up. <laughs> Let's get to the film. 
had this other little cousin. Um, well, he's not little. He's a little bit older. Um, he's kind of this like stupid sheltered American cousin. And um, we're planning our first kind of big post-COVID vacation. And he asked if on our vacation if we could take a Chinese food airline. And I was like, what the fuck is a Chinese food airline? So apparently this kid had flown Air China once and he thought it was like some kind of a joint project between Delta Airlines and Panda Express or something. He's like, dude, you got to try it. It's fucking awesome. Everyone else on board was Chinese. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> All right, thanks. I'm Brian. Brian. John, everyone. Uh, we have four comics left. You guys are all awesome holding it together. Put your hands together right now for Jack Ferguson. What's going on, guys? Uh, Pam, you said uh, how many people have died in San Francisco? 732. 732. That's less than I could kill. Like, if I wanted to, you know? <laughs> Like, I feel like we shouldn't be able to justify a lockdown with less people than, like, a successful serial killer, you know? Um, anyways, uh, do you guys know that the first, uh, the first, like, living thing in space was actually a monkey? Like, when Russia shot up its first rocket into space, it was a monkey that they used to test to see if, uh, if people could survive in space. And I feel like that'd be crazy if an alien happened across that, you know? Like, oh my, like if an alien discovered that rocket ship, they'd be like, oh my God, this monkey built a spaceship. <laughs> That's crazy. Monkeys are doing crazy stuff on this planet, you know? And then a couple years later, they'd see the humans come up and they'd be like, oh, I guess they sent the ugly ones first, huh? That's interesting. Um, I, uh, I think abortion is kind of funny. Sorry, uh, but that's <laughs> no, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> Like abortion's funny, it's like pump faking God, you know? Um, no, I'm just kidding, obviously, it's uh, it's very serious. I am in favor of abortion though, you know? I think everyone should get one. And the, the <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, no, I think, God, I think like God must have thought that when he invented heroin, it, he must have thought it was a really good idea, you know? Like uh, he looked down on earth and he was like, oh, these people are, they're gonna love this, you know? It's like if they're in pain, they can just take this and they'll feel okay. And then uh, he put it down on earth and he was like, oh shit, not that much, you know? <laughs> You're too into it. Um, give me one sec here. Pardon me. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, you know how when something bad happens, people are always like, oh, it's part of God's plan, you know? Like it's part of God's plan. That was a, it was a bad thing, but it's part of God's plan. What is God planning? You know, and why does it involve me getting shit on by a bird? You know, like why is that part of one of the plot points? Why does that? Why is what plot twist is coming that's going to necessitate that? You know, um, they're thinking about taking Joe Rogan off Spotify. Have you guys heard about this? Uh, you know who I think they should take off Spotify first? Charles Manson. Charles Manson's got three albums of music on Spotify, <laughs> and they're pretty good. They're pretty good, you know? They're good enough that my girlfriend didn't notice when I put it on her hiking playlist, you know? <laughs> like, like you, wouldn't, you wouldn't expect it to be Charles Manson. He's got a decent voice, you know, which I guess makes sense, actually. <laughs> it was compelling. Uh, but the funny thing is I looked up on Spotify. You know how on Spotify it says, like, listeners of this music also liked? I looked at the music that was recommended based on Charles Manson's music, and it was all like good bands, you know? It was like Tame Impala and stuff like that, 
which means that the people who listen to Charles Manson's music have good taste in music, you know? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. It was funny to read his Spotify bio, too. Like, there's the most unique Spotify bio, I think, of any musician on Spotify. His Spotify bio opens by saying, before Charles Manson went on a killing rampage that rocked Southern California, <laughs> he was a fledgling musician, <laughs> which is just a crazy, like, you know, they had to, they couldn't just be like, Charles Manson is an indie singer with earthy, no like, tones. They had, to, they had to know that. And the crazy thing is, too, the number one listening city for Charles Manson, it tells you where people listen to him the most, is Oslo, which is in, I think, Northern Europe or something. Norway. You look like you know you would know where Oslo. <laughs> he looks like he just flew here from Oslo. <laughs> but like they probably don't know who Charles Manson is in Oslo. They might just think he's like a an indie like a cool acoustic indie singer that nobody's heard about. You know, it's nor they don't know who American serial killers are. Maybe they do, but I think that's funny. Anyways, that was a that was, you gave me the horn, right? Okay, thanks guys. Jack. Yay! And Charles Manson never actually killed anyone. He got other people to kill for him. Oh, allegedly. allegedly. Well, it's, you know, I mean, it's brainwashing. It's fun. Um, cool. And Pacifica's gonna... I'm, is, oh, anyways, uh, your next comedian. Put your hands together for Newman Shock. Yay! Yeah. One, two, one, two. It's the wolf. Living in the shadow. Damn, Dash just fucking left, dude. Okay, uh, let's get through this. Um, I am pro-global warming. Fuck yeah. Like, fucking, um, everybody says about global warming, they're like, we need to save the earth for the kids. And I'm like, who is having kids right now, you know? Like, everybody my age is struggling with their eight roommates and, like, getting high on Xanax. Like, it's not, no, nobody's having kids. The people my age that are having kids aren't raising winners. They're raising like the next generation of Wendy's employees. And you know, as someone who didn't get my fries from Wendy's today, fuck them, you know? Uh, I don't know, um, astrology is really big right now. I'm not a fan of astrology, you know? Cause I feel like people use it to excuse their shitty like behavior. Like my friend, she threw up like three times in my house last weekend. She's like, Newman, I am just a Virgo. And I was like, no Jan, you're an alcoholic. Like you need to get your shit together. <clears throat> I think we're getting to a point where like astrology is going to be used as like a legal defense, you know, like they're going to be lawyers in court. Like, uh, you know, my client did kill eight people, but, you know, he's a uh, moon rising. The victims are sun rising. Mercury is in retrograde. Shit happens, you know. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Oh, uh, I've realized I haven't done crack yet, but I'm planning to. I've realized that um, I'm going to do crack in a dare t-shirt. I wish the kids were here for this. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That was, some, that was some valuable advice. No, I've real, I'm, I, I'm probably, I, I respect people addicted to crack. I would choose a crack over a porn addiction any day of the week. And here's why. I feel like you have to earn a crack addiction, you know, because like, crack isn't free. You have to pay to get crack. What I'm trying to say is you have to be financially responsible to manage a crack addiction. And as someone who's financially irresponsible, I think a crack addiction could be a very positive learning experience for me, you know? Whereas it like porn, like porn's kind of everywhere. Like we're all guys here except Lauren and Pam. Like <clears throat> porn's very easy to find. 
You can find porn at your local library if you try hard enough. Like, I realized that. You can't find crack at your local library. Like, I've tried very hard to find crack. Also with crack, I feel like once you're done doing crack, you're like, wow, th- this was nice. I'd like to do more crack in the future, you know? With porn, I feel like once you're done watching porn, you're like, wow, I really need to find someone. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm at a point in my life where finding crack seems a lot easier to me than finding a girlfriend. So I don't know what to say. Crack seems like the right choice to make. Um, I feel like suicide is like a night thing, you know? I don't even know why I said that. That was just a thought that came in my head. That's fine. Uh, what else is there? Thank you for that. I'm a big fan of re- Oh, great. This I love this one. Um, when my uncles died recently, and it's cool because he never gave me a Christmas present, probably because we don't celebrate Christmas, but it was weird, though, because I realized, like, when he died, I was sadder about Iron Man dying than I was about my uncle. And, yeah, I don't know... I don't know if that makes me a horrible person or if that's just good writing. Goodbye, guys. Newman, everyone. If anyone wants to give me a ride to Pacifica, that would be amazing. Uh, we have a couple comics left. Your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Britton. Yay, Dan, yay. You look like a lawyer from Oslo. Yay. I just started on this today, so... I'm sure we have a lot of work to do on it. Um, I want David Attenborough to do a Planet Earth about the city of San Francisco, like just one episode. Like, here in San Francisco's Fisherman's Wharf district, a young Italian family enjoying holiday leave their luggage unattended in the rental car. The father, Giuseppe, refused the opportunity for rental insurance at SFO and is about to pay a sturdy price. Then they always cut to show the predator. From the shadows of the parking lot, a thief pops out his head in between the cars. But let's be real. Car thieves are not tipping. Tip-towing. Tip-towing is for people trying to avoid consequences, not for people who are consciously aware that there are no consequences if they get caught. Let's try this again. The thief waits in the shadows for an accessible target. Suddenly, a Kia Optima with an Arkansas license plate turns the corner. No doubt, a rental car. The Italian father has made a critical mistake. Driving with his window down, Giuseppe can smell that he has overapplied his cologne and can tell he is not from San Francisco. The thief waits. Then they always show the predator blinking for some reason. Be like. As the family exit. <laughs> That's my. I'm not even going to make a dick joke with there. As the family exits the car, the thief sees Giuseppe wearing a polo by La- Ralph Lauren shirt with khaki shorts. Further confirmation, he is in fact European. The coast is clear. Armed with a flashlight and a tiny hammer, the thief makes it in. Fuck this joke, honestly. <laughs> I hate telling old jokes, but I'll tell one old joke. Um, I've only downloaded Tinder, or been on two Tinder dates in my life. 
The first one, to put it nicely, uh, was a ratchet-ass hoe. The second one was a little more interesting. She was apparently in a really, really rough sex, but she was a bad communicator. We were on a date where we were like writing messages on napkins and send them back and forth. She says, are you happy with your life? I was like, fuck no, but I was like, sure. And then I handed it back to her, and then she hands one back to me. All right. <laughs> and then I write one to her that says, are you happy with your life? She writes, I won't be happy until you give me a black eye. Tinder date number two. So then I delete Tinder. But then Valentine's Day rolls around, and a couple of beers, this is back when I was drinking, um, I am having a couple of beers, and this is when I'm in college. So I'm drunk, and I'm desperate, and I'm horny, and I download Tinder, and then I'm just swiping right by the hundreds, right? And then I run out of beer. So I go to the liquor store across from my house. And there was this, the last girl that I swiped right on went to my school. And I was like, wow, this girl's super pretty. We have a bunch of the same friends. I can't believe I haven't met her. And then she is in that store whenever I'm buying beer. So I say, like, look, I know this is really weird, but I just swiped right on you on Tinder like five seconds ago. I'll try and give you guys as close to her reaction as I can possibly enact. <laughs> she turns to her friend and she goes that's totally something that would happen to me that's totally something that would happen to me in my life and then her and her friend just walked out the door and left in other words she swiped left which is totally something that would happen to me in my life that's my valentine's day joke guys Snap, Yay! Dan Britton is lonely! Yay! Two comics left right now. Colin Braun! Yay! Thank you. Um, I didn't know I was next. Um, so normally what I like to do is go down a list of jokes that I'm working on and uh, see how they do. But in this case I wrote four, jo four pages of jokes about one topic. So we're just going to do that. You know, of all of the cute folksy sayings in the English language, I think raining cats and dogs has got to be the most emo emotionally devastating. Especially so if you're like me and you live in an apartment building with a flat roof and a parapet. Like slope-roofed people, you just kind of wait for the bumping and the whimpering to die down until the police come or the city comes and picks them up from under the drip line but for us in our flat roofed apartment buildings you're gonna have to go up there and you're gonna need a, a shovel and a handful of xanax i don't know maybe it wouldn't be so emotionally devastating because it would be a weather pattern and weather does like six things seven if you're in kansas um and we'd just be used to it so it'd be like a chore and you'd remember fondly your dad coming down off the roof Oh, this shovel is not big enough. There's like four St. Bernards up there. Do we have a snow shovel? Just a pitchfork? Ugh. All right. I'm almost done with the first of four pages. You're doing a great job. I'm proud of you. Would these dogs have collars? Whose animals are these? Hey, I found your dog. Berkeley? California. U.S. Are there other Californias? Yeah, well, it's it's stuck in my skylight, and I can't get a contractor. Okay. Um, 
The worst part would probably um, be after it happens, you get all the big ones gone, but then you still have to go up and fish all the puppies and kittens out of the gutters and downspouts. Me though, I'm 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 so forgetful. It would happen. Damn it! I left my sunroof open. <laughs> uh, I can't afford this. I don't have good enough gutters. <laughs> you know, in India, it doesn't rain cats and dogs at all because um, the weather's very different there. But they do get a three-month-long mongoose season. Uh, it used to only rain horses, but climate change isn't all that bad. Sometimes you'd see like a guy on the freeway in a convertible who didn't see the weather report and he's like trying to get his top up but it's only going up halfway because he's going too fast and they just keep falling into the convertible. Okay. <clears throat> the thing about clearing dead cats and dogs off your roof is that it's not even like a fun chore like making maple syrup or burning leaves in the yard. It's just sobbing. All right. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank God. Um... You know, I grew up in New England where uh, the weather is a little bit different. It didn't rain cats and dogs. It would just, uh, at the end of the winter, there'd be these long, heavy storms where it would just rain rabbits. And that's the origin of the term, the nor'easter bunny. <clears throat> but, you know, you'd just be up there with a cigarette hanging out of your mouth, just jumping Jack Russell Terriers off the roof into a wheelbarrow. Um, and your more practically minded liberal friends would be like, you know, this is actually good. The farmers needed this. It's good for the soil. All right. I think there's one more. Um, that one's not a good one. And that one's not a good one either. Thank you for listening to my new content about raining cats and dogs. I would appreciate if all of you could tell me which ones were funny and which ones were not. Thank you. Everything's hilarious. Call it Ron. Yay. Raining cats and dogs. As long as you aren't skinning a dead cat or getting one around. Your last comedian, everybody. Mike Bonds. When I go, how many niggas gonna remember me? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Pam, man, for those damn ribs, man. God damn, Pam. You are not the average white woman, are you, Pam? You you get invited to my cookouts. God damn, the ribs is good. I damn near lost a finger. I got to count all my fingers now. I got to count all my fingers. Shit, man. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. You know, I, I was watching the Super Bowl yesterday, and uh, after the game, one of the players had uh, proposed to his wife, you know, and I can't help but to think to myself, if they'd have lost, would he still have proposed? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if they'd have lost the Super Bowl, he'd have been like, you know what, man? We just lost the Super Bowl. I'll get at you next week. Fuck this shit, you know? I'm just saying, you don't propose to your girl after a Super Bowl game, you know? After you just won, you know? No. You propose to your side chick, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. And, you know, Valentine's Day, is, is this, if we're here and we're at it, you know, it's, it's good, you know, but... This year, couples need to start trying new things for Valentine's, you know? Couples need to, you know, men, we need to start taking our ladies out to uh, get pedicures, you know? Because I took my lady out to get a pedicure not too long ago, you know? And uh, we did the whole pedicure thing, and I put my feet in the water, and I almost came. That shit was feeling way too good. I was like, damn, lady, she knows what she's doing. Jeez, you know, it's like I was having a threesome, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One on my feet and the other one at my eyes. I don't know. Some of you people will get that. Some of you people will get that. It may be slow. Anyway, oh, shit. Um, 
Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Happy again a, a, after Valentine's Day. You guys all. We all. You know. This Valentine's Day is 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 a day for couples. Obviously. You know. It is. You know. It really is a day for. You know, couples buying a bunch of shit and and doing nothing with that. You ever had a lady buy you something for Valentine's Day? She'll tell everybody. You know what? I just bought my man. Look at you know, men. We buy gifts for Valentine's Day. This is like, yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> like this is what I did. This is what I did. Jeez, Pam, those edibles are fucking tasty. You know, I just ate one and I feel like I will see you guys next week. I'm dead ass serious. I'm like, the room is spinning and am I floating? I don't know. Am I flying right now? Okay. Uh, just just checking. Just checking. Okay. Uh, yeah, we uh, still Black History Month. Still Black History Month, or as I like to call it, White Guilt Month. You know what I'm saying? I'm guilting all my white friends into doing shit. You know, hey, it's Black History Month. We, we've been through a lot already. So, hey. You know, Jack know what I'm talking about. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> you know, seriously though, man. And you know, this year for uh, for uh, Black Hero, I'm like, what the fuck History Month are we talking about again? Those edibles got me going. Shit, man. This year for Black History Month is going to be that much better, you know, because Rush Limbaugh died <laughs> in Black History Month, you know? Matter of fact, we're coming up on his birthday or his uh, death day, February 17th. I am think I'm going to have a cookout somewhere behind that one. Think I'm gonna have a cookout behind that one. I don't know. Life is good though. Life is good. Uh, just moved back to the city. Yeah, I know, right? And uh, my goodness, is heroin legal out here? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? you would think so. You know, I, I'm like, damn, these heroin addicts are up to no good. You know, I saw two uh, heroin addicts the other day. You know, going through it with heroin and sitting there talking about politics. I was like, wow, that is amazing conversation. That is amazing conversation. Hey, y'all, that's been my time. I'm Mike Bonds. Mike Bonds, everyone. Lives in the city. Heroin's legal. Of course it is. All right. Well, we did it. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. And yeah, I I'm, I tried to get, I tried to meet that really cute fireman that showed up at OMG the other day, but I uh, didn't get the number on the truck and didn't ask his name. I'm, I'm going to have to pay a questionably housed person 20 bucks to start a fire tomorrow so that maybe I can, uh, you know, it's not stalking if I'm there first. <laughs> All right, everybody. See you later. Bye. Bye.